Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Well, Port Adelaide are going to need a, a minor miracle, I think, to make mm-hmm. the eight. They, they've been in all games, but just can't get over the line there, and we're going to welcome one of their stars too, and the reigning Brownlow medalist, Ollie Wines. Ollie, thanks for your time. How are you going? Going well, guys. Thanks for having me on. Ollie, before we look at Port and, and their season, yourself, you had that remarkable year last year, 36 votes. Um, only Dustin Martin's had as many as that. It, it was a real life change. I'm just wondering, though, now down the track, did when, you, when you've gone on the ground, have you felt any different? Have you felt anything you need to prove anything, this or that? Have you had any pressure? Have you been sledged? What's it been like for you? Yeah, no, it's been an interesting year. And um, I certainly probably... Internally, within myself, I've, I've sort of put a bit more pressure on myself to sort of uphand, uphold that consistency and standard that I was able to find last year. And um, that's probably been the biggest learning from my year, being able to manage that expectations among myself and, and always look for that improvement. And at times when I'm not reaching those standards, um, don't be deterred by it, but let it motivate you to, to keep searching for it. So I think in a way it's been a little bit frustrating, but um, I've learned a lot about myself. Probably the most consistent year of footy I think I've ever seen. You polled in just about every game. You're in Port's best three in just about every game. You only need a little niggle, though, don't you, or a, a medical issue or a niggle, and, and that can change rather quickly. Footy can be a fickle game. Yeah, certainly. Um, I think not just with injury, but you need a, you need a, good, a lot of good luck to sort of be able to maintain that form throughout a year. And um, generally, it's probably not too often where you go through a, a year without having anything wrong with you. So um, it was a bit of a blessing in regards to that. But, um, yeah, no, we keep on moving on and, and striving for that consistency. Holly, I don't know if this would help, but uh, I, I did win a Brownlow medal apparently uh, a lot of years ago. And I remember after I'd won it and I was going back to my seat, you know, at the, uh, at the function centre, there was a guy called Dick Reynolds. Now, you may not know him, but he's a triple Brownlow medalist. And also four-time premiership the coach at, at Essendon, the biggest name other than Sheedy probably in the whole of history of Essendon. As I was going back to my chair, he grabbed me on the arm and he said, uh, "Well done, Malcolm, but you have to earn it every time you play from here on in." And it really took me back a bit, you know, that you're actually going to put that sort of pressure on yourself for the rest of your playing days. And uh, it took me a while to understand what he meant by it. I actually became a better player. Probably didn't get as many Brownlow votes because you actually started to do other stuff. It's, it was an interesting time. I guess that's going to be the same for you now, isn't it? Because you, you've had that measurement of so high up there. All you want to do now is is become a premiership player, if you possibly can. Exactly right, Blighty. And yeah. I think that's probably the one thing I've realised this year. And, and it's probably been my internal motivation for, for most of my career, but it's not until you're sort of missing that ingredient of a premiership that you really realise um, what you want to sacrifice to get that. And um, I'm willing to do anything for that at the moment. And, and as you said, you probably won't get as many votes or that personal accolade, but um, the end goal is a premiership. 
I can remember your first year, uh, young Ollie Wines bursting on the scene. at had an amazing year. Now suddenly the number 200 comes up and you can share that with Tommy Jonas. Uh, doesn't, <laughs> doesn't footy life go quick? I mean, that was 2013. Uh, I think the only coach you've had is Ken, isn't it, Ken Hinckley? It is, yeah. So um, nine years now, it's it's gone incredibly fast. So I look back to when I was drafted and it doesn't seem too long ago, but I guess, in fact, it's it's nine years. And I think I put that in sort of uh, next to other, I guess, big moments in your life going through high school and, and primary school. And it's it's more than sort of one and a half of those. So it has been an enormous part of my life, this footy club in, in this city. And um, I'm so thankful the Port gave me that opportunity back in um, mm. 2013. And you're sharing it with a real hard nut, Tommy Jonas. I am, yeah. No, um, it's... Um, it's a really special day for us. I've become really close to Tommy. He's one of my sort of main go-to guys. He's, he's a real role model for me, and um, he's an incredible leader for our club. So uh, to be running out next to him, uh, we ran out next to each other in our 150th, and we got the win. So we'll be searching to um, back that up for our 200. Ollie, you've been fairly resilient, and we know you had a little patch there for a while, but you've averaged 20 games a season. That's not that, – I mean, that's that's bloody fantastic. I mean, you take that any any career if you can just keep that momentum going with 20 games, and who knows where it finishes. I, I find you – got a feeling you're coming in to your – and this sounds funny, but your best footy, 27 to yeah. 32. Yeah. I reckon now you really get the hang of yourself. You know yourself, as you mentioned before. You know where you'd like to get to. Don't put too much pressure on yourself. I mean, it, it'll come, but you, you're going to – find out exactly what Ollie Wines is like in the next five years, probably. There's a lot of more games, hopefully. Yeah, I, I, I'd like to believe so, Blighty. I think um, these days, and at the age I'm now, you, you certainly learn about a lot about yourself and about your body and how to go about it. And I think it's probably more than actually playing the game. I think you learn um, how to get through and how to maximise um, your performance. And that's one thing at 27 I think I've, I've realised now and it's how about you manage yourself throughout the year and, and get through. And um, look, I think the game's becoming a lot quicker. That's certainly what the AFL is trying to create. So um, if I can get another 50 or uh, whatever out, I'll, I'll be more than proud. But um, just to have the opportunity to wear this jumper for this footy club and uh, put my sort of itch in the wall and, and um, put something towards their history is, is really special for me. You got one fifty plus left in your life. Don't worry about that now. Um, <laughs> Do you know he's a, it, it, actually? Sorry, to interrupt me. He's eleventh highest player now. Play for Port Adelaide, so he's going to break into the top ten very, very well, soon. If he plays to Bokey's age, he'll, yeah, he'll be three fifty. Yeah. Fingers um, crossed. Ken Hinkley, we touched on that. Ollie always seems to be under the blowtorch. Um, I mean, three prelims. You haven't quite got to the big dance, but he's had some very successful times. And I think Blighty said his, his win winning ratio is as good as anyone going around. I think he's actually better than. Clarkson's there for a while, so yeah, only behind Chris Scott at Geelong. Yeah. You you've been with him the whole way. Um, same voice. You've had him for probably different messages, but can you give us a snapshot on on your coach Ken Hinkley? Yeah, no, we've got full faith in Ken, and and we understand that there's going to be pressure when you don't win a premiership. But I think, as you said, results speak for themselves, and we've been able to get so many wins under Ken and and build that momentum. Yes, we've fallen short um, those three times, but. I think um, we've been able to do it on a consistent basis of, of winning games. I think the relationships Ken's able to build with the players, not just as a footballer, but um, as a human being and as a person is, is really special. And it's it's really created a good culture at our footy club. I think 
you look at the the interstate players, particularly that that we bring from interstate, and um, the relationships they're able to be, build with Ken and and develop to to where they really want to stay and commit long term to this football mm. club. So, I think um, I think his effects more so for us. We we see it as much off the field as you probably do on the field. Not five. You're chasing your tail. That's a, and you had a lot of injuries early on. But Ollie, what what do you think? the club needs to take the next step in where, where do you see you see the good teams and the good teams have beaten you even if it's only been a, a goal or two is there one area you think you really need to fix up that you think to to go to that next step yeah I do and I think it's been sort of a bit of an issue for a while now and we've sort of we've managed it just through weight of numbers but probably our, our finish going forward and in the inside 50 and in, in kicking goals I think defensively probably the whole of Ken Tender at the club, we've been, I wouldn't say we'd be much worse than, than fifth for those years, but it's sort of offensively that um, we can break down at times. So um, it's continuing to find growth where we can. And, and this year it has been hard with with being a ruckman down and having to have some forwards in the ruck at times to sort of um, lose a big another big forward down forward. But um, I think that continued growth, looking inside 50 and, and adding these guys like Butters and, and Rosie, these really class players to that midfield sort of high half forward group is, is going to strengthen that. Yeah, I was going to mention that. They, they certainly are. They've, they've taken that step, haven't they, the youngsters? And, uh, hey, you're not going to get a bigger game, are you? Collingwood at the MCG Saturday afternoon. I mean, it's prime time, isn't it, in Melbourne? I mean, it is a great showcase for you guys to actually just put a little stamp on the season and say, hey, don't forget about us. Yeah, certainly. Um, look, they're rolling at the moment. I think I think they're eight or nine in a row, or something like that, similar to Geelong. So they're in really, really good form. And, and look, we still have full faith in our list and, and what we're capable of. We've, as you said in your, your opening, we've been in so many of those close games with the top four teams. We just haven't been able to finish them off. So we think we're really capable of, of finishing off the year strong. We've got some big matches against Collingwood and then Richmond next week to really test ourselves, but. Uh, we've got full confidence in what we can do. In your 10th year, can you remember your first kick, Ollie? Your first kick. Who was it against? Who was your first game against? My first game was actually at the MCG against Melbourne. Um, so I can't remember huh. my first kick, but um, I do remember that game pretty pretty clearly. It was it was a really special moment. There was a heap of us that sort of either um, had our first game or, or first club debut. So um, it's... I think it's fitting that I'm back there for 200. That's at the MCG, first and first and general. Wow, yeah. incredible! Ollie, congratulations, mate, on your milestone. And uh, I know Port will fight the season out, whatever happens. And uh, you've had a marvellous career. Keep up the good work. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Ollie Wines, 200 games, and he's like say 27. I think 28 in October. Yeah, look, I, I, he's had an interesting season. It hasn't been poor by any no, means. No, no. But trouble is, when you get 36 votes in the Brownlow, how do you Don't repeat that? that medical issue you with his heart? Yeah, all that. So he missed two weeks. Yeah, I reckon he's been, a, he's been okay. Oh, more, better than okay. okay. Him, and, him and Rosie have been the two. But you're right. You set the bar up yeah, there. Yeah, I know. I think he averaged 33, 34 possessions a game yeah. last year. Yeah. I, I still say it's as consistent a year as I've seen, and that's one of the reasons he won the Brownlow. Well, in fact, that's right. We talked about the Brownlow earlier, but... Uh, Dustin Martin had 36 votes too that year, yeah. that 17. That was an unbelievable... But Ollie's was through sheer Chief consistency. consistency. Oh, yeah. Way to numbers, Blighty. Yeah. Yeah, and they do get a lot... They get to get a lot of votes, the midfielders now, don't they? They do.
Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.